American Heathen Productions proudly presents the Southern Heathens Podcast. What is up, motherfuckers, and welcome back to the fucking show. I'm Ravnar Tearson. Joining me, as always, Uber. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey there. <laughs> oh, hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brethren. Vikinger, my guy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, it actually feels like we've been gone longer than a week. So, yeah, it's normally, it's our normal show time. So, what the <laughs> fuck? Feels like we've been gone forever. I don't know why. But, yeah, hope, hope y'all are doing well. Hope y'all are keeping track of, uh, keeping updated with the episodes and stuff, and reading, going outside as always. I know no one's bought any merch, that's for sure. Yeah, you guys gotta buy merch. Yeah. Got all these people like, oh man, we, we support you. Do you, Jay? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, we have a pretty, pretty good, uh, episode lined up here. I think so. You think so? I think most of them are pretty good. Yeah. All the way from grounding to another, I've, I've, I randomly drew on the cow, cowboy help I'm all in today. So, there we nice. go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we've had a lot of storms here lately, and that means grounding. Outside, no shoes, no, no socks, no service, right? And <laughs> just fucking absorbing the minerals, the nutrients from the ground, the... the Electrons, uh, anything else that comes along with it. Right. Spiritually speaking, it feels amazing, you know, especially out in these storms. And man, it looks we, we look like little kids. We're like, <laughs> yeah, like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just out there playing. But yeah, it felt it felt good. It felt like um, like a scene straight out of Jurassic Park. The pictures that we took in the background, you see all the you know tropical like looking trees, and the the fog and the rain turning them a different color. It was just beautiful. Yeah, I, I'd advise anyone, guys, uh, ground uh, wherever you're at, try to. It feels amazing. Yeah, and that just goes along with the... Sorry, I had a... I took a nice swig of my beer. <laughs> it goes... To, it speaks to us going outside and connecting with nature and, you know, just kind of re- rekindling our more primal side. Yeah, you could say that. And, well, I mean, I can't speak for everyone else watching the show, but I know you and I... We both uh, hardly, as soon as we get home, our shoes come off, our socks come off. Like That is like the only time you'll see me wear shoes is at work or at the gym if I have to. Otherwise, I usually don't even wear uh, shoes in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you got to get that tough acting to acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, I- uh, it, it feels amazing, guys. And sometimes, too, not, not to go completely off topic here because it has something to do with it, but grounding is, well... Scientifically speaking, it's been proven to be good for you, for one. Yeah. And two, if you're um, wearing shoes a lot, can actually, like over the long term, it can sometimes give you imbalances if you already have them too. And it can, your problems, everything starts from the feet. And it can go all the way up to your knees or your hips. Yeah. And so I, if you're grounding at least, you're, you know, on somewhat level ground, whatever, uh, you're in your natural uh, state. It just, it feels amazing. Feel It's healing. I guess that's a better way to put it. It's very healing. Yeah, and I absolutely hate wearing shit on my feet. Like, I hate it. I don't know. I might hate it more than you do. Might. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just... It, 
the feeling it's like warm and you sweat and it's just it, it feels constrictive and uh, yeah and i wear steel toe boots all day yeah so, I don't. I wear something called Crocs on the clock. Weirdo. You know? <laughs> they used to be very comfortable. They're not so much anymore. When I first got them, they were very comfortable. It was like walking on clouds. But, mm, nope. During uh, COVID and stuff, that's when I really started to ground more. Um, and I basically did everything almost bare feet or just with slides on if I had to go into town somewhere. Because I was like, what's the point even wearing shoes? Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> I guess maybe if you're going out and you want to look nice. But other than that... If I'm just going to the store, I don't give a shit if I look raggedy. I'm just going to get groceries. The fuck do I have to dress for? Right. Who the hell are you to put me on trial? <laughs> you don't even know me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you know you you ground all the time. You know how does it make you feel? I mean, I, it's like a calming sensation. I just get out there and it feels like I'd almost. It's almost like I can feel the earth's heartbeat through my feet. Uh, I was actually listening to a song. I sent. I sent out. I think I may have sent to you. I know I sent it to your mom. Uh, it's uh, something called I Feel the Mother or something like that. It's a beautiful song I heard. It just randomly popped up on my playlist. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think about getting out there and grounding and just feeling the, the life in the earth just kind of absorbing into me. Yeah. And, you know, that it's all part of being, you know, one with nature. It's like a, a symbiotic relationship. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's... That's our segment on grounding. <laughs> I would say uh, I highly recommend any uh, anytime you guys can go somewhere barefoot or even if you have to go, let's say, to town to groceries or something, wear slides because it's so freeing. It's just... Oh, yeah. It's, Feeling the breeze on your feet is something that yeah. I just... Like, even, <laughs> even when I'm asleep, I don't put covers over my feet. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I, I don't sleep with socks on ever. And you know, there's those there's those weird people who are like, but you know, that's how the that's how the little under the bed demons tickle your feet and stuff. I'm like fucking good. let them shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, they tickle me, I guess, because yeah. I'm not putting my feet under the blankets. I I need the airflow on my feet. I don't know what it is. I guess it's because we're heathen. But yeah, even when I was uh some of the coldest times of the year, um, and I've slept outside like during October up north when it's super cold. Even when I'm in a tent, I will still take my socks off. Yeah. I love I, even no, feeling that cold sleeping bag on my feet, my there, bare feet. Yeah. I, there's, I don't cover my face, and I don't cover my feet. I like to feel the breeze of... For anyone that's listening, Ubba can back me up with this. I've got two box fans, a ceiling fan, and an air conditioner in my window. I've got airflow. Like, I... I'm not about that stagnant air when I'm trying to sleep. It's not happening. And I need the noise, the white noise, to sleep. I used to be the opposite. I mean, I can still sleep in complete silence, but um, I do, especially now, right now during the summertime, like, I absolutely need the fan on. Yeah, the <laughs> we don't have central heat and air here, so yeah. we, have the, we have the big unit in the wall, and then I have that unit in my room, so to get the air back there, we have to set up fans. And so. even now, y'all, like, during episodes, we have to turn the, the main one off so, you know, the audio and stuff sounds better. And it's fucking hot right it is, now. It is hot. Like, we have the ceiling fan on, but it's not enough. It is not enough at all. Whew. It is kind of... I'm actually sweating. It's making your eyes change color, right? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> people, are, people are afraid of me, man. <laughs> I'm not going to get into yeah, that. Well, but. We won't get into it now, but uh, <laughs> I figured I'd crack one at you since you do that to me all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, to, to move along, because that's... That's really all we have with that. 
So you just get out if there. you guys have any questions, yeah, but I mean, it's just simple. You know, go out to anywhere you can uh, safely do it. I understand there's bugs, snakes, you know, especially here in the south, so just be careful. Yeah, but what but, if it's a poisonous snake? You mean venomous? Whatever. As, you know, I did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so we've, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but we've had a, a new heathen approach us. You know, he's having difficulty with his, with his journey right now. And just trying to give him some advice. And I think it's good to give everybody, like, kind of just touch on the beginning of heathenry, the beginning of the pagan journey, you know. It's, it's a tough one. You know, sometimes you're going to feel left out and uh, lost. And you lose, if you were a Christian, you lose that aspect that, you know, God's always with you. Because our gods aren't omnipresent. Right. Yeah. And, not and uh, with us. it's not. It's not possible. For, <laughs> it's not possible for uh, Odin to be with you, twenty four seven, and yeah. then be with someone else twenty four seven at the same time. Be with someone else twenty four seven at the same time. He's. They're not omnipresent. They're not all powerful. You know stuff like that. You have. You essentially. You. You know. You get their attention doing rituals and offerings and stuff, and that may not get their attention. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. always happen. Uh, if you can, if people feel the presence of one, they the god might be there. But it also could just be their energy there, right? You know? And that's that's good. Either way, that's good. Um, but like you said, don't don't feel left out um, if you're not feeling that connection. Because sometimes it's like you said, Christians think, "Oh, God is with you all the time." Like, no, just try to nail that into your head that the gods are not with you all the time. Yeah, not, and that's fine. It's not possible. I mean, yeah, you need you need yourself time too. Yeah. Well, that, that's one thing that we can confidently say with our gods is they leave you to your own devices on purpose. Yeah. Like they're not going they're not your savior, you know? You are your own savior. But that's speaking on the divine part of it, but on a more personal journey you're gonna lose friends. You're gonna you're gonna lose family. Yeah. You know, people aren't going to agree with what you're doing. It's gonna get lonely. And yeah, you reach out to you know friends that you meet, and we've had people like like the reason why we're talking about this reach out to us, and we you know we talk we talk people through it. You know, it's just yeah. And we're here we're here for any of you. Like we're a message away. We can we can make you a, a video chat or whatever. We can talk to you. We're, no, we're not charging people for it. <laughs> just you know, we're for, just... for the low, low price of a PBR. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we're just you know, we're just trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need yeah. help. Yes, you do, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> yeah, no. But uh, he is right, though. Um, and like, I'll give you an example. Not just one. It, it was kind of hard for me at first when I first became a pagan to really nail that concept in. And not just like at first when you when you hear that saying you're like oh well I can I can you know I can do that N- not really <laughs> it takes time just like with anything else it takes time to build up build up that mentality and then once in you know it's gonna be a work in progress probably the rest of your life really because there's gonna be times that you feel that you need the gods and maybe you actually don't and that's fine uh, you just gotta talk yourself through it and um, I'd say go adventure. You know, as that's what I do. Like as being a person sworn to Odin, the way I've seen him like uh, put me on a path is literally that's what that's what he does. He just puts you on a path, and you got to walk it. Right. 
and it's it can take you many different ways. I've gone through many different, many different, uh, seeing through many spiritual different paths. As right now, like obviously, I'm exploring Hinduism. I'm not saying I am a Hindu, but just you know, just exploring something. And that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't well, learning about learning about things is never bad. Yeah, and that's another thing too. I I encourage people to do is if you're uh, when you're not focusing so much uh, on the gods, go learn about something else for the time being. Yeah. Practice uh, working with the runes. That's also too. I'm I'm pretty bad at that right now, and I need to get back to it. But that's something all heathens I think we can do. And this is this is going to be a slick, a cyclical thing in your in your journey. Like it's you're not going to grow out of it. There's going to be times where you're it's just going to hit you again. You're going to be lonely. You're going to meet some people that you think are cool, and they're going to fucking stab you in the back. Yeah. Right. And it's just that's how it's going to be. But you got to wake up every day just realizing that. There is a community out here that does support you. We may not all be together at the same time all the time, and but we're here. You reach out, and that that's kind of what we're doing this for anyway. You know, letting people know that we're here, and you're not you're really not alone, even though you feel alone. I feel like that's too. If you think about it, like that could be our modern uh, burden in a way, because back in the days of the ancestors, going. Thousands of years back, you know, they had tribes of people. So you had your community community there all the time. Whereas now, especially with the resurgence of paganism, yeah, there's quite a few people getting back to the old ways, which is awesome. And even though we had the technology to talk to someone across the world, you know, we're still, I think that's our burden is we don't really have that much uh, connection, human connection, you could say, sometimes. And that's kind of the our burden that we have to deal with. And yeah. so... You know, you just take it as it comes and uh, keep on keeping on. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it, it it's it's a different thing for me because human connection is something I don't strive for. <laughs> I, I would much rather not, you know. Uh, not to say that if someone reaches out to me, I'm not going to want to talk to them. If they're, if they're in distress, that's yeah. kind of what I do, you know. But I'm not going to leave my house to go party or, yeah, yeah. you know, do a whole lot of things with a whole lot of people. If I, if I make plans... To do something with you, it's because you mean something to me. Yeah. And other than that, like, I'm... No, thank you. You know, it's just... Eh. It's yucky. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, that, that's also, too, if you're... Uh, don't just try to reach out to us. There's... Be careful, of course, but there's so many heathens and other pagans um, and organizations and stuff. Good, genuine ones, too, that you can reach out to, even if you just have questions. They're more than... Most of the time, they're more than willing to... Uh, answer them and give you some info and stuff. I I reach out to people all the time and they give me sources and stuff that I can read from. And even though I don't always get to read all of it, it's just it's nice to know that hey, these people actually you know took time out of their day because they know you could they know the the pain I guess of not being around a whole lot of heathens or uh, Hindus wherever whoever it is Greek pagans, but they are willing to give you that piece of info, right? Which is nice. Uh- uh, something actually went through my mind, and I think we've actually discussed it like this before. When you first join this kind of spirituality, when you first open yourself up to it, it's almost like the gods throw you out into the middle of a lake yeah. to see if you can swim. And even if you're drowning, they're going to let you be on the cusp of death before they pull you back out and throw you back in. Yeah, that, like you're gonna, you're, they're going to do that until... Yeah, that's, that's what I was told when I uh, before I swore my oath to Odin. Is basically that's what he's going to do. It's, he's going to throw you out in the middle of open water, and yeah, you're going to start swimming. Once you learn how to swim, 
Then he's gonna throw you back in. And you're gonna have yeah. to keep on doing that. Yeah, it's it's kind of this is how it's gonna be, and it, this isn't for everybody. You know, you got to be strong-willed, and you have to fucking have you know eat your oats in the morning, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's not just a spirituality; it's a it's a mentality as well. Because we understand, you know, that life sucks sometimes, but life is also glorious. Like yeah. at least I, I find life glorious anytime I wake up, and you know, I, I uh, what is that from that movie? Oh, enjoy the little things. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, from Zombieland. Um. It was one of the rules, basically, when they were going through town and stuff, and they were like, you know, sometimes you got to let out a little anger because then it was the end of the world anyway, so he just grabbed a crowbar and started bashing in windows because fuck it. Yeah, right. Kind of, you know, not, okay, not saying you should go do that, but enjoy the little things. And for me personally, that's whenever I wake up, even though I'm not in a good mood to go to work because I fucking hate going to work, where I, I enjoy where I live so much that... And, I should be better at this sometimes when I'm driving. But sometimes I'll nod off because I just see how beautiful the trees and the leaves are. You know, just little things like that for me. Yeah, yeah. Just... I've noticed that you do that. And I'm like, hey, do you mind driving right? <laughs> you're like, I just can't help it, man. Everything's so beautiful. But it's not, I mean, yeah, it's going to be beautiful when you're dead. <laughs> you know, you're driving into oncoming but even, traffic. Uh, okay, here, here's a better example, a safer one. Today, when we went to the Civil War uh, place and... Yeah, we, we always love going to that place. We've been there a bunch of times. Right. But we also love seeing the trees outside and, you know, kind of guessing as, like, how, how old are these trees? And even the, like, eight pictures I took of that one tree, that swampy-looking one, that was just gorgeous. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> what kind of tree that is. But, uh, yeah, just, like, little things like that, you know, can kind of supplement sometimes the way you're feeling. It's not a cure. It's just, a, you know, it's something that will help for the time being. It's something that you should focus on. Again, enjoy the little things. Yeah. Right. I guess you could kind of say that this particular, the way that we're brought into this lifestyle is a rite of passage. Like, it's testing your fucking, your strength and, you know, your... Testing your strength and your, you know, your will. Because some people, I've seen a lot of people who were, let's say they were Christians before. And they get into heathenry and then... Be, they they think that they want something different, and then they realize that this is different. It's not like Christianity, and then they're like, "Oh no, no, I gotta go back to Jeebus." Yeah. <laughs> you well, know? either that or they try to inject Christianity into it and yeah. try to make it like it. And that that's when you get to the bros or trues and the you know uh, Valhalla is heaven and shit like that, and everything's everyone's your brother and your sister. Yeah. No, no, that's not how this fucking works. You know, if you want to believe everybody in the faith is your brother and sister, that's your own personal thing. Most of us ask that you don't fucking do that. Like, yeah. we don't know you. You don't know us. You, you, you might walk into a bloat one day, and someone's having a bloat, and you sit there and you're calling this man your brother, and this man is going home and diddling his daughter. You don't know that guy, you know? Make sure you know the person before you sit there and call him Ken, you know? Yeah. It's fucking just... And that, that's that's serious. That is serious. You need to know somebody before you give them that level of respect. Yeah. And, you know, the funny the funniest thing, too, is like, yeah, I do know... I know quite a bit of heathens now. But the main ones that I've uh, stuck around, stuck with, are the same ones that I've known for a few years now, actually. It took time, you know? But it, it was worth it. And I, I ended up actually really finding out who these people were. And I love them to death. 
Hell, when we first met, I wasn't even a Norse pagan. I was a druid. Yeah. And, uh, and I only knew you just because you and my mom were in the druid group yeah. and stuff. And I was a fairly high-ranking one. Yeah. And she was like, hey, why don't you meet my friend? Uh... And I was like, Thanks oh. for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, so after that, we just started sending memes to each other. And then this, he started asking me about like Norse paganism stuff because he seemed really interested and just kind of hit it off from there. And then, what, two years later, I move. Yeah. <laughs> and what, two years later, you move? <laughs> <laughs> Knew that one was coming. <laughs> Always some shit with him. Uh, so I have these show notes in front of me, uh, uh, people, heathens, and I can't read a fucking word. I'm left-handed, so uh, So am I. <laughs> okay? <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm, I'm not going to do that next. So. Uh, so also, okay, so this actually... Uh, we've talked about this before, and this also goes to the bros truths thing in Valhalla's heaven. Odin is like Jesus, all that shit. Um, no, no. And I'm saying this to get to the point. Um, uh, the Odin is a very serious god, along with a few others, and they're not ones to play around with. The, their worship is serious. And I'm I'm going to interject something right here too. And this, I know this is going to offend some people, but you'll understand what I'm saying. Odin's also a psychopath. Yeah, the dude is nuts. He's he's a god of ecstasy and madness. Yeah. So you, if you don't understand that aspect, and you think that he's just gonna be the the father that saves you, yeah, the all father sky daddy, you're you're dead wrong. That's yeah. not who he is. You know, if he, you he wanna, is an absentee father. If you want to look for gods that are around more, and that, uh, for example, Thor, he's the protector of humanity. Right. That's one that people uh, could pray to every day, and actually um, have a way. Not, not, I wouldn't just say better connection, but like a more. Um, Consistent connection. There we go. That's the, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, other uh, examples, too. And this this kind of happens, you can say, in some other pantheons. Like, for example, uh, Hercules was worshipped and whatnot. Um, and he was kind of a... He was a, a demigod, or in some cases, people revered him as a god as well that they looked up to. Uh, hell, even... Uh, I think it was... what I was reading a source, and it said that he was actually a patron of uh, gladiators. You know, a hard life was for a gladiator. Oh, I yeah. Mean, basically slaves. <laughs> It was he was the one god that they looked up to and prayed to. Yeah, you know. Well, you know what I think about demigods and stuff like that. God is a god is a god. Yeah, <laughs> god is a god is a god, right? It's a, just like Jotun. Yeah, uh, the Thurs, the Vanir, they're all gods. Yeah, just you know, different tribe, different yeah. different race. It's fine. There are places for them too, and that's why I always try to tell people. Uh, and the, I just brought up Thor and Hercules. Thor being more prominent only because we know that he was widely worshipped and even when um christianity started coming to scandinavia and whatnot uh, a lot more people wore mjolnirs some say because they were that was kind of used as like a, a silent protest against christianity as yeah. well so it's you know you can see examples of that and why in a sense he was more worshipped because in many cases odin was not worshipped as widely as people may think per se he was worshipped throughout different germanic tribes we know that but Again, a more common god of the common man would be Thor. Right. And that'd be one that, you know, if you're looking for that consistent connection and that more, not loveliness, but more of caring, yes, Thor would be the one. Yeah. And you'd think, you know, if you think about it this way, the Christians wear the sign of the cross. It's the sign of the sacrifice of Jesus, a death, a sign of a death. The hammer is the sign of strength and protection. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's almost the exact opposite of the cross. And you know who was hammered to it. <laughs> so, 
Just yeah. Saying. But, uh, yeah, just an FYI, though, too, for more heathens, uh, for new heathens, too, look at more examples of worship to Thor and other gods like that before you go to Odin. And this is someone who's sworn to Odin, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It took me a long time to decide this, uh, to swear to him, just because of examples like that. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's not just Odin, it's not just Thor, it's not just Loki. You know, you have uh, you have the Vanir gods, like mm-hmm. Freyr. You, you also have Tyr. Yeah, you have uh, Baldur, Heimdall. Yeah, uh, there's a whole kindred, uh, and I'm going to give them a little plug here, if, if anyone there ever listens, the Northwoods kindred, I think they're in Kentucky, I believe. No, I'm not th- sure. no they're, in, they're in Idaho. Idaho. I think they're in Idaho. Oh, the potato. I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're in Idaho. They might be. Uh, I could be wrong, of course. Uh, I'm not really exactly sure, but that's that's their patron, like the whole the whole kindred. That's Heimdall, and for that reason, they denounce Loki completely. For yeah, that makes. Know, I, I, I mean, I can understand. Like that. you know, we we uh, this is polytheism. Like like I I tell like I tell you I I I recognize that Odin's a god. Yeah. I refuse to worship him. I, I mean, in a, in the way that you would, you know? Like, yeah. I, I respect him, and I've shown him honor before and stuff like that, but he's, like, I'm not I'm not following that motherfucker. Yeah. He can... He it's can, a maddening path. Yeah. It makes you go crazy. Sometimes I do, like, I do have some characteristics of somebody that would follow a god of ecstasy or madness <laughs> but but yeah you know if it's uh, look up other gods guys um, you you might find a lot more answers there than you think you know because right. I know uh, people nowadays this whole modern era shit uh, first gods they go to it's not just Odin but they also go to Loki yeah you know they, it's, they usually go like one or the other and some people go you know the the wicked trues they go straight to Loki because they think Odin's God and then Loki's the devil. So they're like, oh, well, fuck him. We're going to go straight to Loki. And, and it's the, like, you don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand what you're <laughs> You're not a shouldn't. true polytheist in the first place, probably. You probably think of them as just fucking archetypes. Right. Well, if you're, if you're not ready for some serious chaotic change in your life, don't even talk about Loki. Right? Like, Loki's, like, Loki's not some hot, black-haired Marvel fanboy that's going to sit there and, you know, you're not going to be God-spouse to that motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going you're gonna to swear yourself to him, and he's going to fuck you up. Yeah. And uh, I, I would think more so probably than Odin would, in a way, you know? Yeah. And I will say, though, guys, um, this is just an example of a great... He's a, I, would, I, I consider him a brother of mine. Um, he's done some room work for me. Well, thank you. <laughs> Not this brother. But I won't say his name on here, but uh, awesome guy. He's helped me uh, with runes a lot. And he's one of probably the only person I know that his patron is Heimdall. And he's one, of, and he just so happens to be one of the most knowledgeable people on heathenry. Actual heathenry. Not Brosa True. Not fucking Vikings and shit. I think, yeah, I was about to say, let's take this opportunity to say you're heathen, not Viking. Yes. Okay? And, uh, I always love talking to him about uh, certain things because he's actually well knowledge. <laughs> he's not 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 talking about him, guys. But um, yeah, he's well versed in this. And there's another one too that um, where his patron, I forgot who his patron was, but he's also a very knowledgeable guy. He's hooked me up with a couple books and recommendations and stuff. And he's yeah. I want to get the uh, what is that uh, Northern Black? He does those tattoo books. Mm-hmm. I want to get I want to get like all of them. 
Those are so cool. Anyway, that was a bit off topic. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look to other gods. I guess that's the best way to put it. Look to other gods yeah. before, uh, you know, stop going going along with the flow. Or yeah, not like, going along, start, stop going along with what everyone else thinks. Like, I, I'm, I'm fucking weird. I follow Tyr and Hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, who does? You know, like, that's like, what? Develop an understanding for these, uh, these deities, and then perhaps you might be able to go forward with it. Yeah, and, and for anybody, I know we've mentioned it before on the podcast, for anybody that is confused about why I would follow Hell as a goddess, you just ask Abba anytime if somebody dies around me how I act. It's sometimes spooky. It's spooky to some, but as a, a person who, uh, who knows you and how you see death, it's not, it's not surprising for me. Well, not for really. you, yeah, but you you know, you know how for people, others they they don't understand. Feel like, yeah, there, there's the, and not just that they don't understand. Like they'll just talk to you and ask you why you like this. It's more of like they can't keep themselves together. Is the best way to put it. Yeah, and then wonder why you're all you're still together. Yeah, and it's not that I don't feel the pain. Mm-hmm. I just use the pain to grow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I'm always like the death of my dad. You know. Uh, that's always going to be with me. There's going to be a piece of me that's never going to be the same. Yeah. You know, I miss that man tremendously every day. Like, I want to pick up the phone and be like, hey, man, you know, I need this. I need help with this. I need you to tell me how to do this. Because, you know, that's what your father's supposed to do. You know, he's supposed to be the man that knows that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, I know how to do that. Let's fucking... <laughs> but I, I don't have that anymore. Like, I don't have any... And not only that, but a week and one day later, my stepdad died. Like, I have no father figure now. My, my jiu-jitsu teacher, my shihan, another father figure, he died. Like, I don't, I don't have that anymore. All I have is my mom. So it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a hole forever. But, you know, you got to keep on keeping on. What, uh, what's the point in their deaths if we just fucking ball up in a, on the floor and become nothing? Yeah. You know, what, what, how do you honor them that way? Yeah, yeah you don't. You don't. Yeah, you just gotta. You said keep on keeping on, and I guess you can use the, that. That's a, a. I guess that's a very sad but great example of how uh, you can say sometimes experiences in your life will definitely rather help you you get an understanding of what the gods that you choose to worship. You know, uh, I'm not saying this is true, guys, but just like let's say let's say you're a farmer, farmer. Let's say you've had great seasons. Let's say you've had some bad seasons, but. You're a farmer. You know that shit happens. And uh, let's say the god that you look to, um, either Thor or uh, another god, god of agriculture, would be Freyr, you know, from the Vanir. And the Vanir are known for more agricultural and natural stuff. Yeah. So that would make sense why they'd worship that. There's so many people who probably are sitting in their basement worshiping Odin and playing fucking god of war and just yeah. <laughs> watching Vikings and eating Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, yeah. Look up the look up other gods. That's, that's the best way to put this. Look up other gods. Look at your life experiences and really try to understand them. I guarantee you'll find some answers. Yeah. I can't explain it any better than that. I think we did really well with that one. Yeah, I think Should. so. I, I know I went all, I, I tend to go off on little tangents now. Uh, I didn't used to do that when the podcast first started. Like you, you did a lot of the main talking when we first started the podcast. But now, boy, am I, am I <laughs> voicing my? Have you opinion. lit it up? <laughs> have I, have I come out of Michelle? <laughs> 
what was that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a funny. That was funny as shit. You all didn't see it. I did. So fuck you. But uh, um, <laughs> anyways, um, so another topic we thought was interesting, and this is kind of off the top of my head because I was watching on YouTube. Uh, you guys know I've read. Um, I'm reading the book Thracian Magic. Um, and it just got me. <laughs> I think so. I think I brought it up before. Anyways, like I said before, Odin puts me on several different paths, and I just kind of go with it. And I want to learn about more things. So, um, I've always loved ancient Thrace. And one thing we don't really know a whole lot about them because they were they were a group of people that essentially didn't write shit down. <laughs> just like the Norse and Germanic people. And uh, they did speak an Indo-European language. Uh, and in case you guys don't know where Thrace, Thrace was, it's basically modern-day Bulgaria. Uh, there's some stuff left over. Uh, they're very similar in terms with the Greek pantheon and whatnot. But they were much more tribal. They were not an empire by any means. What I've seen is... So they had three main gods they worshipped. Dionysus, Artemis, and Ares. At least that's what the Greeks said. I don't know what the Thracians would have actually called them, but that's it just like when Tacitus, when um, or sorry, in uh, Germania by Tacitus, he references the Germanic tribes worshiping Hercules and Mercury. Obviously, more of Thor and Odin. That's obviously right. he was referring to. But anyways, I've seen a lot of similarities, and uh, if you guys know of the god Dionysus. And That's my guy right there. <laughs> uh, not just a god of wine, but also a god of ecstasy. And who do we know that is also a god of ecstasy that drinks, only drinks, actually? Um, and that's Odin. Yeah. And even in the rituals that I've been looking up, there is a lot that involves ritual hanging, which, again, is a very common practice going all the way up north as well. Um, and this doesn't mean literally hanging yourself by the neck. I mean, maybe. I, there, that could have been. But they also reference this. That could have been uh, like your arms were hung or you were hung up by your legs, whatever the case. But the rituals go from, you know, like I said, all the way from ancient Thrace all the way up to Scandinavia. And I think that uh, the parallels there, it's it's uncanny. <laughs> well, I, I know nothing about this. This is all you. Like, I... I it's I I see a lot of similarities within Odin and Dionysus. Obviously, two different cultures are going to worship them differently. Right. But also, as soon as I heard the ritual hanging, that's when I started to really kind of put two and two together. Because even after uh, reading the book "The Hanged God" by Shani Oates, it references that a lot and actually goes over many examples going all the way out to Slavic tribes. Uh, so it's it's crazy the parallels. Uh, if you guys are ever interested. I know it's a little bit different than what we normally do, but that's another interesting culture that we don't know a lot about. I know the, the first time that you started talking to me about Dionysus, of course I knew who Dionysus was, but I didn't really look into him all that much is when you used to sit, see me sit there and eat a whole bag of grapes. Yeah. And you're like, are you Dionysus? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, oh, also, I forgot. He is a god of the dead. Yeah. That's what I forgot to reference, too. And again, Odin being another god of the dead. Right. So I see the parallels between them. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, keep going. Uh, that's, that's all I had to say about that. Like, I guess, uh, like I said before, earlier in the podcast, there are some aspects of me that are more like ecstasy and stuff. Like, I've I've done some things in my life that are pretty out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will, you know, I, if something's pleasurable to me, sometimes I will fuck, I'll just fucking do it. You know, like sitting mean? there eating a bag of grapes in one sitting, or or the whole tub of ice cream. 
Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> that was a big fucking tub. Oh. All right, pal. <laughs> you don't have to air out all my dirty laundry on the podcast, okay? <laughs> but uh, no, if you guys are interested, though, look at... not. You don't necessarily... I'm not saying to go worship these other gods as well. I mean, you can if you want, whatever. But look at the ritual and stuff. You might you might find some answers, too, in how to do certain things. Because um, remember, at one point, we were all one people, and we were all tribal. Yeah. So there is some commonalities, and there's some things that you can include into your practice um, that help. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to get to this Havamal reading. Havamal reading. The, the, the cowboy Havamal stands a thirty four. How did that sound? Was that this, how did that sound? <laughs> All right. It says, "Don't concern yourself with anybody who won't repay your friendship in kind." Better to walk a long way to a friend than a short way to some honorary jackass. What does that mean to you? I'd rather not get into very specific details about what that means to me right now. But use metaphors. <laughs> you and lessons. You know, like we were like we were saying earlier. You know, I know we're a long way away from a lot of these heathens that reach out to us and people we talk to, people that that. Uh, for lack of a better term, and I, I know I, this is not what we ask for, but kind of look up to us because of what we do. We're a, we're a long way away, but we, we're friends, you know. Like mm-hmm. we're, that's frith. That's the definition, you know. So we, you would rather go a long distance to be with somebody that that would treat you properly with courtesy and respect than to somebody that is sitting right there. And just plotting against you the whole time, but keeping a mask on that they're, they're your friend, you know? Yeah, and I guess you, this kind of relates to what we were, uh, what I was talking about earlier about like how our burden is now that we're not in a, you know, like a big tribe anymore. At least most of us aren't. Right. We're very far away. And I mean, life itself now is, is different because even if you grew up in like a small town or community, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're friends with everyone or even anyone for that matter. I mean, shit, we have. For, I'm not saying this because our neighbors are bad, um, but we I think I've spoken a total of two sentences to our neighbor. That's about it. Yeah, you asked him if he'd mow our lawn, and he said, no, nah, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I only asked him because we don't have a lawnmower. Right, and, and, and we're being forced anyways. to mow our lawn. Yes. So if, so if you are listening to this, we man, <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> no, he's just kidding. But no, I'm not. But no, on to the point, though. Uh, again, though, we're not in one big tribe anymore where people were much more of a community. Because even though people like to say we're, you know, like those gated communities, like the uh, whatever, the rich neighborhoods, they're not a community. Right. They know their first and last name and they come over for occasional house parties. Yeah, There's you, no frith there. You'll have some fucking nosy Nancy. And all they'll do is talk shit behind your back. Yeah. When you first move in, they'll bring you a casserole to your front door and be like, hey, I'm Nancy from next door. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying everyone is like this, but it just seems to me in the modern day that most people are. Not everyone, but most people. Right. And, you know, that's why I am completely fine with, I basically have, shit, maybe two or three friends here in Mississippi. Yeah. Or maybe four, maybe four. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't care about having any more friends than that. You know, and it, it is what it is. But uh, that's again, that's that's also our, our burden. But at the same time, it also makes it more worth it when, uh, like, uh, when shout out to Aaron, by the way, uh, like, Aaron, and he's not he's not like states away, but he's still a good drive. You know, so whenever last time he visited, that 
that meant more, you know, to us. I still feel bad about his uh, his lady. She looked terrified. <laughs> she really. I think she honestly thought that she would never see him again. And we apologize, but I don't really know what I'm apologizing for. I don't mean to look scary or intimidating. I just. I just mm. It's just kind of how we are, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it was my tattoos or... <laughs> it probably. My hair. It wasn't like... And the fact that he's literally never met us in person until that day. <laughs> yeah. But he was true. coming to stay the night. Yeah. And we were about we were going on a journey the next morning, you know? But it, uh, it, it definitely meant more, though, you know? Yeah. It meant more than people I've met here that live not even ten minutes away. And let, let, let us explain to the listeners exactly how ready we are for him to come back. I still have a blanket and a pillow sitting out for him. Like, when he's ready, he's he's got a place, you know? So, that's it's kind of how the frith is. Yeah, and you I'm know? ready to get food and everything else going, you know? Yeah. Because when we invite people over, and this isn't to say that people can't pay for their own shit, but... But we will you, feed you. Yeah, we will give feed you. Drink. you yeah, if you... Then that's the, that's that, a hospitality thing as well that, you know, it should, it's, it's kind of expected. Yeah, have them all too. Yeah. yeah. So... And that's again. That just it means so much more to us when we uh, come across uh, come across fellow heathens that live a good distance away. That means more than anything because that again, like you said, he never met us in person before, yeah. but he took the risk and right. he even spent the night. And that's heathen as fuck. Yeah. So we just went on our merry way and fucking it was an awesome time. So yeah, if you guys if you guys ever get a chance to meet another heathen and you let's say talk to him for a few years now and you really do feel like you trust them. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Take a trip out there. And I don't want you to take this any offense, but I think you know where I'm going with this. Uh, I, I do not consider you a friend. You are my brother. <laughs> well, <laughs> the look on your face was like, <laughs> what? I don't, take, I don't take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you are not my friend. Like, we're family. That's just how that is. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. And I know when I move back and I come down to visit, or you come up to visit. Oh, it's happening, pal. It's gonna be, it's gonna it's gonna mean that much more. It's gonna it's gonna suck because you know I'm so used to fucking staying up late and you fucking getting up all like hey what's up pal? <laughs> it's like two and like not even two in the morning midnight you, yeah midnight you get up and like, hey like how you doing brother <laughs> I'm alright I'm, I'm tired wave <laughs> I'm tired goes to the bathroom takes a quick piss <laughs> but no uh like yeah I'll definitely visit because you know you know how long I've wanted to piss off a mountie. <laughs> I'll be near the Canadian border, so that's why he's saying that, guys. Yeah, like, like, hey, you want to toss me over some maple syrup, guy? <laughs> <laughs> but it'll, it'll be fun, though. We can take a since I'm so we so close to the border, we can just go into British Columbia and go see the, the mountains and all that. I mean, I'll be in the mountains already, but if we want to go to British Columbia and go see all those beautiful places, yeah, that some people dream of going. And you know, the you know the great part is like you're doing this like. With almost nothing, yeah. you moved here with almost nothing. You're moving back with almost nothing. Like it's it's, it's doable. It's you doable. Got to plan it. You gotta, yeah, you got to. Uh, if if it's important enough to you, you won't make excuses. Right. You just get it done. Always. But uh, yeah, I I I would love to. I'd love to see the Canadian border again. And I've been to Canada because you know Michigan. I've been, I've been to Canada too. I I, I was uh, my grandparents took me there right after I graduated. I went to Victoria. And even though I don't like cities, really, that was actually kind of cool because there was like a lot of older uh, stuff there, a lot of brick buildings and stuff. And I'll fight a moose. There was, 
quite a few. They like to party up there. There were people on the rooftops partying. My grandparents couldn't go to sleep. Remember that one night because people were literally on the rooftops. I could see like the the strobe lights and everything just wow. going strobe lights. Yeah, going egg seriously. They're going fucking crazy. <laughs> you heard a you hear cop cars and they had Dodge Chargers for cop cars. So you, I heard one of them turn around like. You can't you can't fucking do shit in Canada anymore. It, we we do have some uh, listeners in Canada too. Canada. Yeah. Wow, you said it like that. I said it like that, and uh, you know, just if you're listening, so much offense. <laughs> yeah, that, that just goes to our point, guys. You know, if you if you ever have a chance to go visit another heathen, I have a I have a friend in Poland who I want to go see. I've known him for a couple years now. Uh, we've gotten we've gotten a lot closer and whatnot. Poland, huh? Yeah. Nice. What? <laughs> wow! What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, we uh, uh, we definitely have a. We're talking about planning a trip going to Poland and then possibly Sweden and Norway. So. And this motherfucker's over here laughing. Just <laughs> he can't even stop. <laughs> you know, a little snippet, guys. Every time he laughs, or let's say I've gotten him to laugh, there's been times where he's like, "Motherfucker, don't make me choke on my food," because <laughs> I'm I'm eating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said something today in uh, when we were out when we were eating. <laughs> I said it in like a Brooklyn accent, and he had to hold his hand on his mouth because he just drank something. Uh, that was the mo- that was the perfect Brooklyn accent. Like you sounded just like one. I'm not gonna like, say it again, but yeah, it was. <laughs> you can't say it again. We can't say that on the air. Fucking. <laughs> this has honestly been a pretty fun episode. So we weren't sure how it was gonna go. To be honest, I wasn't sure at first, but maybe we just got a little bit of beer in us. And now we're yeah okay. That's yeah, the, that's I I, th- I think I kind of needed to cut loose anyway. So yeah, shit happens. Yeah, but um no. Thank you guys as always. Keep supporting. Keep listening. Um, we're really trying to be more consistent. I think we have shown that, you know, after that long hiatus, we actually are going week to week. Maybe yep. only taking one week off. And that's it. And we're we're staying consistent at uh, 45, 50 minute episodes, and we're actually giving some educational stuff instead of just kind of rambling on. I know we ramble on, but you know we have some good material in the episodes. But yeah, you know, you guys like those things. You know, you, you give us a like, a follow, a share. Uh, rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google, Google Podcasts, all that shit, and uh, it helps us keep helps keep us in the uh, algorithms. And of course, you can support us at uh, amheathenproductions.com/shop and buy some merch. Uh, and of course, uh, there will be a link at the bottom of this. It's included in every episode. A link to our support page on uh, Podcasters for Spotify. And uh, you know, you do all those things. We'll be back. Again next time. Y'all holla. Y'all holla.